Robert Beercles here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Well, it's good to see your smiling face in the morning there, Pike. Me too. I feel much more human today. Good. Like, I I feel heavier, which is a good thing, because I didn't sweat out my body weight times two yeah. through the night. If only you got COVID right before you would have a wrestling match, you could just drop some weight oh. class. And then that was, that was our dream as wrestlers. <laughs> it's like, God, can I... Like, just wish we could get diarrhea. In fact, people took <laughs> diarrhea pills. No way. But the problem, oh yeah, people took X-Lax all the time. Oh no. Which it's like, oh, boy, you're dancing with the devil. Yeah. Come time to actually wrestle, you still got diarrhea? No good. No good. Brutal. People, many times, people shit their pants. Is it me, or do uh, high school wrestling coaches take it a little too seriously that they instill that kind of culture into the program where you're, I mean, you're a kid, you're a kid, and you're taking diarrhea pills so you can wrestle better in a match that means fucking nothing to 99.999999% of people in high school wrestling programs, right? Well, okay, I'm not going to argue like the meaningfulness of sports because they just don't. They do at the time to you. But I will say that coaches aren't the ones telling you to do that. Like, yeah, they're not exactly saying don't because yeah, they that's, they that's themselves did the same thing, you right. know. But it's all the – it's when you're – I remember being seventh grade, getting all of my advice on cutting weight from the older kids, you know. And then you grow up and then you start doing – it's just instilled in the young kids by the older kids and the coaches, you know, yeah, they give you, uh, there was one coach, you'll love this. He, he would, if you were a little overweight, like, you know, we're talking like two tenths of a pound. He would, uh, have you like work out, right? You'd put a bunch of sweat suit on so you can sweat. So you'd work out quick and then he would quick, uh, cause you don't have a lot of time. He'd wipe you down naked with a towel and then have you stand on your head against the wall naked because for whatever reason, the blood rushing to that end of your body. And then if you quick get off and weigh yourself, it throws the scale a little bit, just enough to get like a 10th or two off of it. Uh, okay. So your old wrestling coach is making seven Seventh graders stand on their heads naked after just hollowing them down. He's just howling down naked seventh graders. Yeah. Okay. Was, this is not I, normal, I, I tr- Pike. I no, think you I know. I, tr- <laughs> I think we're I truly don't believe. <laughs> I truly don't believe it was him being. He is a weirdo, like in the sense that he just thinks that's the sport. And 
that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you're in seventh grade, dude. What are you doing? Like, you got to... <laughs> Did he do this to you, Pike? I never got wiped down. No. Okay, thank I, God. Yeah. You got to make sure to... Because, oh, man. You got to make sure to be underweight come match time. Because if you're not, the things you had to do... Oh, my God. Yeah. You on had the to way, make sure you were way. underweight. He had to make sure you were underage. Whoever this guy is, this is a fucking <laughs> creep, dude. Uh, he's he's still employed by the school. It's oh, right. my God. No, he's not. I don't think he's. Wiping think down he's kids molester. nude, wiping right. their sweat down nude is horrifying. That's a horrifying thought as a parent. Like, I have to think about that. Oh, my God. You think what your son will wrestle? People? What? Given what you know now, do you think your son will wrestle? No. No. I saw him shooting hoops last night. It looks like he's got some potential. Yeah, he loves sports. He loves any and all sports. But I will start putting the governor on that when it's required to be wiped down and then turned upside down naked. I will not let that happen. <laughs> oh, you're no fun. <laughs> Seventh grade. How old are you in seventh grade? 12? 13? Yeah. Both of those. Creep, dude. This dude's a creep. I'm not kidding. Like, we should investigate this it's, guy. He, no, he's doing it. To, there was no age restriction. You could have been 18 and you'd still do it. Oh, I'm sure there was no age restriction. He's probably like, look. Look, I know it's real hard for me. Seventh grade? Yeah, why don't we let that one in the wrestling program? Mm-hmm. Boy, coach, these kids keep getting younger and younger each year. Yeah, you know, it's the talent. They keep getting more and more talented as the years go by. <laughs> Freaking weird, dude. No way, bro. No way. I think uh, I think we need to get a therapist on the show and have you just talk about what happened in that wrestling locker room because there's some sketch shit going oh, on. There's so much more. We're just scraping the surface here. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to get to Pike here in a second. Jay already said, all right, Pike, I'm here. You better be here, is what he said. Yeah, Jay, he is here. Exactly. And he's also saying, also, Pike, where'd it go? Hold on. Cancel, you piece of shit. It says, also, Pike, uh, if you didn't know, I recommended no punishment to you on yesterday's No Call No Show. Maybe a smack on the ass or something nice. That's what he says. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which we'll get to here in a second. I got to go look over at the Patreon and see if anybody's voted. It appears like Jay has done that. So we'll talk about that coming on up here. We got the news that matters. And we're doing another round of Is It Investing? So we'll talk about that coming on up here in a brief moment. But first, Pike, you know, we got to we gotta yeah. just, we got we to gotta talk about it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you a, I know you're a taco guy. Are you a quesadilla guy as well? I mean, it's a horrible quesadillas question. are delicious. Let, let me get a different it's question. Bad. Let me get that. No, that no, no. A, well, you, okay. Hey, let me They're ask good. you this. How do you feel about abortion? No, okay. <laughs> okay. Better. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, here we go. Mike, let me ask you this. Are you a big seafood guy? 
Oh my god, yeah. Really? Oh, the biggest. Really? Okay, you could ask first of all, you could ask me any food and I would say, Oh my god, yeah. No, that's not true. We've done love- that on the show and it's not that's not true. Oh, you have that's a horrible right. palate. Like, it's horrible. Cinnamon. Yeah. Uh whole entire bottles of mayonnaise. Yeah, those are things I don't French like. toast, cinnamon, you know French toast. some of the yeah. greatest things in the world. I think we talked about honey. You're not a honey guy either. I don't I don't know. Who eats honey? Like, when is that <laughs> even available? What I mean? Honey is delicious. <laughs> Cinnamon and honey is like one of the best combos of all time. I would say uh, seafood is like that sort of food. And then like Chinese food are my favorite foods. I love there's this place. So now we live in Florida, obviously. And like the port, Port Canaveral, where all these boats come in and stuff. Uh, is like 40 minutes away. So we'll go there and you like, they have all these restaurants right on the port and they have their own boats that go out and get the food, get the seafood. And so it's so good. So that you get the oysters and the, the half shell. Oh, oh, the shrimp. Oh, the Do you mahi. Eat oysters? Are you, are you just slurping them down? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Throw a little uh, horseradish on there, a little horsey sauce. <laughs> Stings the nostrils, but it's so good. <laughs> All right. Good to know. All right. Okay. Yeah. Are you? Are you a seafood guy? No, not at all. Really? I mean, I don't mind fish. Like, uh, we just had some cod the other night. It was delicious, and I liked it, but I will never cook fish. No, I don't particularly enjoy cooking fish. I like like ahi tuna steaks and that kind of stuff. I, I like all that, you know, tilapia, whatever. I'm, I oh like God, eating God. fish, Ew. but I don't like cooking it. And so because I don't like cooking, it, it stinks up the whole house. I'm not a fan of that. And then two, I will never order seafood from a restaurant. It's just not a thing. I'm like, it doesn't. If I'm going out to eat, I'm going out to eat. It's going to be a special event. It's going to be something. I'm getting a steak. I'm getting some kind of beef product. Or, you know what I mean? Like I'm getting a meal. And I don't feel like I'm getting a meal when I order fish for some reason. I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth. You know, I want to I yeah. come out of that meal feeling like I just i'm filling up my arteries you know i'm just clogging it full i'm not gonna get that with fish no i agree but you have to be that's why when i get seafood i'm the same way i want to get my money's worth so you got to order something that's called like the captain's combo or like the family (laughs) feast you know things that are meant for an entire family those are the things i normally go okay all right Uh, that makes that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) The catch of the sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then they never put the prices on those things. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, right. man. I don't know what the fish market is looking like today. Let me pull it out of my fish market <laughs> app because I'm not sure. I know. They, they can just make up yeah. anything. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Mm, I knew Marlin was really expensive. Fuck me. Yeah. You know, and I don't like my bill to be a mystery. I'm not doing that. What? You got to ask. The server will tell you. But it's also embarrassing to ask because, you know, if you got to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. See what I mean? No. Can't do yeah. it. No. Just give me the steak. Give me a ribeye of some sort. You know, I'm going out to eat. I, You know, if I'm at a restaurant apart 
first of all, I'm not getting f like fish at a fast food joint. Fuck that. No way, dude. That doesn't even taste like anything. And then two, if I'm already out at like a restaurant, they got tablecloths, bro, it's on. I'm getting some kind of beef product that's going to just crush me yeah, body and soul <laughs> by the end of that okay. thing. Well, we'll plan on just having you with us for um, 15 to 20 more years. That's All right. I'm finished. Sounds good. I'm kidding. You, you're going to live forever. No. Um, nope. Oh, you're not literally going to live forever? No, my body is decaying quickly. I think you're right on the 15 to 20 year mark. Oh, my God. Just... I'm teasing. Come no, on. I'm hey, serious, dude. By the way, it's gone downhill not, so fast. It's like, dude. Uh, you look great. Oh, no. It's bad. It's bad. It's just like the hair. Pull your shirt up. The hair is fine. What are we, camming okay, now? What, hair. <laughs> what the fuck? You don't. <laughs> Take your you shirt off. <laughs> Take it off slowly. <laughs> You're well, saying you your don't die decrepit. when you run out of hair. I want to see that. I want to see that decrepit body. Yeah. Oh, I'll God. be the judge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're going to live well into your hundreds. Uh, let me ask you this. Would you rather have a brand new boat or a fun-ass weekend with your buddies? These are all like free of charge. That's the, that's the idea here. You can't resell the boat. I, I don't want boat. a boat. I don't know how people even buy boats. I don't even know why boats exist unless you're a shipping company. Like, I can't fucking imagine <laughs> buying a boat and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my boat over there. I'd be like, bro, what a Where fucking waste of money. <laughs> what a waste of cash. Where am I from? Oh I'm from the shores of Lake Erie. There's boats all over this goddamn town. You know, there's then marinas. What's the problem? In... What? How don't you get boats? Oh, there are, I know man. people who spend more time in their boats than in their vehicles. Are they mariners out on the open sea? Are they like fighting off they pirates? Fish. And shit? They fish, and they're, it's a great place to drink alcohol and just swim and hang out. I mean. Tubing, skiing, kneeboarding, wakeboarding, waterboarding, everything. Can't see it as an expense. I will never buy that. I will never have the maintenance, the upkeep, the insurance, the docking. All that shit to me is a colossal waste of money. If you want to go out, find a friend that has a boat and is bad with money and bought one or go rent one and then you're fine. Like, how often are you on a boat? I don't understand. I mean, like, where I'm from, it's only three months of the year. But Three months of the year, people, and you're out there like, oh, it's worth all this money and gasoline. <laughs> Fuck that. There's no way, dude. I'm taking a weekend uh, with my friends. There's no doubt. Okay. Boy, some boat slander happening uh, here. Dude, look, I love boats. I love riding on them. I will never, I don't understand how people pay for them. Like what a fucking, that's like owning your own plane. In my opinion, that's like the same, you got a boat. It's like a private jet. Like, what do you do? Are you constantly flying around? Are you just, just surfing the sky all the time? Like, what are you doing? Private fucking jet. Jesus Christ. You got that thing on standby. 
what are we doing get here? Pretty affordable boats. Yeah, there are very expensive boats, but the people who get those, I'm guessing, are making quite a bit of money. I'm not saying you're getting like it's not a dinghy or something. You're talking about like a boat, like a legit boat. Well, I'm I'm talking like a personal a boat, not like a ship. Or a yacht. I'm talking just the, your typical like Alumacraft boat. Twenty five footer is what you're saying. Like a yeah, yeah, like a fit. Not even like eighteen. Like a fishing boat. The fishing boat wouldn't really work around here where I'm from. You know. The yeah. Okay. See, that, maybe that's the, where the disconnect is. Because where I grew up, it. everybody had a fishing boat that they could just hook up behind their truck and drive it to the lake. Got it. I see what you mean. Wave, Here, it's waves like, aren't as big. Yeah, the b- big ass waves. You're gonna die if you're out there in a fishing boat. Not saying Lake Erie's oh, the yeah. fucking Pacific Ocean by any means, but it can get pretty rough. I mean, you're looking like 15, yeah. 20 foot swells, and you're gonna die if you're out there in something tiny. So everybody here has like a bigger boat that they dock at a marina, or they, you know, they tow it with their massive truck to get it out there. You know what I mean? Like, dude. Yeah. No way. Okay. Thank you. Well, Jay's will, right there on my side. That. Jay says rent a boat if anything. All right. There you go. I've rented boats. They're right. fun. I'm finished. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I was so, Maybe I'm just a little pissy this morning, man. I don't know. I think you're mad because I said you were going to not be with us. <laughs> no, dude. I'm not mad. I think you're right. I think you're predicting the future. It's probably I'm not going to be with you because of my uh, anger issues, apparently. Uh, look at this. What? I got this thing right here. What? Look. Uh, okay. I don't have it. All right. Over there on the Patreon. Make sure. First of all, let me introduce the show. What's going on? Enough boat argument, and I'm going to die soon, and Pike is feeling better this morning. Make sure if you're here, you're watching on youtube.com slash sparks radio, you hit the subscribe button, please, or the like button, or both, if you really feel sassy. And then, of course, you can tell a friend that really does help out the show, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts specifically, make sure you leave a rating and a review. Five stars, and then if you give us a review, we're going to read it back here on the air during a segment we call Comment Investing, which is cool. So next week, we're doing Common Investing Pike, and we're also going to be doing I Heard That. So I'm looking forward to those two segments we're going to be doing next week. But up on the old Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We got a poll going. Does Pike deserve a punishment? He was a no-call no-show yesterday for the for the, for the the morning time that we set. However, you did make up for it by doing a show with me last night. You were not 100% still. He still mustered... No. Pulled, muscled, muscled through it, and he did it. Yeah, it was a heroic effort. I, we talked about Michael Jordan. Yeah, it was similar to that. Game. <laughs> Battling through it. Yeah, it was similar to that. So we got a poll going over there on the Patreon page. Does Pike deserve a punishment? I kind of spelled it all out. I said, hey, man, what do you think? Here's the scenario. Pike, blah, 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 blah. And I said, two choices. One, punish that flaky bitch, right? That would be you deserving a punishment. Or two, (laughs) he doesn't deserve that, right? Put that up there as well. What do you think is winning at the moment? From what I've heard, people have hearts and they say no go on the punishment. As of right now, he doesn't deserve this is winning. 
was seven votes. Perfect. Punish that flaky bitch. Oh. Two votes. So you have two sadistic. I'm gonna find out who those two people are. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some shit. Okay. Some shit's going down. You cannot punish the committee. You understand me? They're untouchable. So what we'll do is we'll look at this poll on Monday and we'll find out what you think. We'll give the rest of the committee members a chance to vote over there. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. And if you want to join the Patreon, tomorrow is Friday, which means five on Friday. It's the first one of the Patreon exclusive show. So you're going to get that bonus. It's basically like a whole nother podcast that we do every single week. Uh, it's separate. It's like five questions you ask, we answer them. It's very funny. We bring in Greg, uh, another comedian, over onto the show. So it's three people, and it's an absolute blast. And that's going to be over there on patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. It's five bucks a month, man. It's not it's not too steep. And if you want, even just the basic level is a dollar a month. Super cheap. A lot, of, a lot of people are charging like 10, 20 bucks a month just for the extra bonus stuff. So our starts at a dollar. So now you know how much we value ourselves. Um, uh, so there you go. All right. There's uh, that out of the way. Now, uh, I wanted to mention one thing here first. We're going to do a segment called Is It Investing? We've already prefaced it. We've done it once. I thought it was fun. I think the name and the title sucks. I'm open to changing it, but we're asking you, the committee, to send in videos. Last night, we saw, we showed Lauren here. She sent in this one. Yes. All right. She's like, yeah, is it investing? This is uh, this is her. Is this investing? She rubs her nose. Fuck yes. All right. So there you go. That's her. That's her. Uh, is it investing intro? We want you to send one in. At Sparks Radio on all social media. If you can DM it to me, we'll put it up there and then we'll let the committee vote for what they think of the intros. I didn't even get yep. to, I'm all over the place, dude. At Pike Taylor Radio now? on all social oh, yeah. media. I forgot to do this. That's okay. That's not, that's the least important part of the show, I think. <laughs> that just that last five seconds. <laughs> non financial advisors, here we go. All right. Is it investing? We need an intro so we can play it right here. But Pike. Yeah. Can you quickly explain is it investing while I load up a graphic I forgot to put up? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to break down a scenario, whether it's real life or not, uh, about somebody, what they think is investing. And we'll decide if that's something that we, we determine to be investing or not. Like we talked about somebody wanting to buy uh, a $800,000 of uh, Starbucks gift cards uh, That's banking correct. on the US dollar losing value, uh, which I couldn't quite make sense of how that would be investing, which is why we determined it was not investing. Not investing. Not investing. Exactly. Pike, here's my, is it investing today? Pike, is it investing? We bought a zoo. All right. This is a movie oh. where Matt Damon, his wife dies of cancer. Very sad. Oh. And he quits working at the LA Times. So he buys a zoo instead with his three kids. And he just so happens to bump into a one Scarlett Johansson while working on the zoo. So. Oh. Do they get together? I can't remember. Cannot remember. They have to. Yeah. You don't put her on the title of the 
film. I didn't know ScarJo was in it. She's the single hottest woman in Hollywood. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's now entering the tank factory. We are inside That's the tank factory right now. We just entered. Whoa! There's like three people you could say are the hottest person in Hollywood, and she's one of them, which is why I don't think it's a very hot take at all. You don't agree? She is really flawless. She is very pretty and continues to get prettier, which is uh, mm -hmm. a sight to behold. However, I do have my list. Okay. I got my list. Well, let's hear it. All right. Yeah. Now entering the tank factory. Top three yeah. hottest women in Hollywood. You've got Halle Berry, who is like. I mean, we're looking at decades of hotness. Halle Berry, holy shit. Two, okay. Kate Beckinsale. Are you kidding me? Whoa. No, I, I got to look her up, but yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah, she's super pretty. Okay, I'll give you that. Oh my God. I mean, just stupid hot. And then three, yeah, my girl, who I've always had a thing for, Sandra Bullock. I just, I can't. Yeah, I love her Dude, personality. I think she's super, it. super cool, man. That's it. Okay, I'll, we talk about I'll give you, what she's. she's a 10. She, I just don't ever hear her. I don't ever hear people talk about her. That's because people that are just gross. People are gross people. All right, gross. They were gross. Yeah. They'd have sex with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, come on! She's amazing. No, I, I get it, because I'm into, like, Zoe Deschanel, who isn't, like, the, you know, most aesthetically beautiful person. But she's good. She's not not pretty. But She's it's more pretty. But, dude, have you ever yeah. seen her without bangs? She looks like a totally different human being. It's like. Really? Yeah. Like, Clark Kent should have grown bangs. And he would have. Nobody would have known he's Superman. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Who knew what bangs did, did to your face? You look like a. I'm not saying she doesn't look. She. I think she is. Attractive. I'm not obviously, you know, look at me. I'm a freak yeah. and she's hot. But my point is, she just looks like a totally different. Like, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup, right? If she murdered my grandma and they brought her in, I'm like, who did it? One of these people, right? And they brought her in and she just parted her hair off to the side. I'd be like, I can't, I don't know. I can't tell. I can't see who it is, man. So, yeah. Well, could you pick, could you pick her out of a two person lineup and the other person is Morgan Freeman? No, I still couldn't. Okay, wow. Dude, she's a human chameleon. Let me see. Zoe Deschanel. No bangs. Deschanel, if you're a fucking idiot. Here it is. Here it is. Look at this. Look at this. This is like what I'm talking about. You kind of sit there and you go, who Who are you? Do I, yeah. do I know you? like in junior high when girls were like taking makeup on their face and then one day they'd show up without makeup and you're like what the what is happening here <laughs> who are you yeah exactly it's uh it's pretty amazing here and i didn't know we were gonna go into bang talk it, it, who's the hottest woman in hollywood let's talk about bang like the a different version of banging apparently here it is yeah, look at this right boom the bang bros we'll call it. what <laughs> Who's this person on the left? That's her without bangs, dude. 
there's something else different. What's going on? There's here? nothing different. That is her sans bangs. Oh my god. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Love the bangs, I guess. Like, <laughs> I I think she's hot with or without bangs, but it just looks like a different human. No, exactly. She's a fine looking person. And I don't want to attack her because that is her person. It's not like it's a different person. Dude, uh, she looks great. I bet she can't even unlock her iPhone if she her for, you know, she wears a hat or something. Yeah. Like the facial recognition <laughs> is just studying the bang pattern. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, God. She's the only person who has to cover her face when unlocking her phone. She's like, just read my, read my forehead, please. Because that's all, <laughs> that's all anybody sees. Unreal. Yeah. Crazy. She's hot. All right. Who do you got? Who else? Oh. Because you already got Scarlett oh, Johansson. Scarjo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, who else do I put up there? I like uh, Zoe Deschanel. And then, you know, this new one I'm into. Okay, like, obviously, Margot Robbie is super hot. Okay. Yes. Um, there's the girl. She's in WandaVision. She was in that horrible, horrible show, Two Broke Girls. Her name's Kat Dennings. But she's... The more I, I like, I just found her on Instagram or something. I'm like, oh, she's very attractive. So I'm going to go with her. So you're going to make fun of me for Sandra Bullock, but you're going to put, okay. All right. Let's. <laughs> What's the problem? Have you looked her up? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm What's... just saying like you're, you, you don't have these, these women that are like super classically beautiful in yours either. And you're going to sit there and make fun of me for having. All right. You know, I don't want whatever. There you go. Just shows you everybody's taste is wow. a little bit different. Unless you are a Zoe Deschanel fan, which my God, all you get is a different taste depending on which way the wind blows the hair <laughs> off of her face. Um, all right. Well, we bought a zoo. Let's talk about it. Is it investing? Do you think it's an investment right off the top? Yes or no? Well, it, yes, in a broad sense, it is. All right. So let's uh, let's dive in because last night I thought this would be a good idea for is it investing segment. And I went kind of deep on the is it investing idea on we bought a zoo. Okay. So this turns out to be a true story that happened. This is based off a book called we bought a zoo. Okay. And in the book, uh, the zoo, the zoo was actually over in the UK, not in California. It's called the Dartmoor Zoo. This dude, his wife died. And in order to connect with his kids, he ended up buying the zoo and uh, taking care of the zoo. So we're over in the UK. Okay. So uh, we have to convert a lot of pounds to dollars here. But. So I thought, hmm, we bought a zoo. Is it investing? Hmm, let's find out. Here we go. We find out that, first of all, the average zoo cost, the San Diego Zoo most recent tax filing index indicates the nonprofit organization had total revenues of $342 million in 2018 and expenses of about $302 million for a net gain of $40 million. Okay. So they're making 40 that's mil a, a year. That's a hell of an investment in my opinion. Okay. That's a, 
you got some cash on cash return there. Yeah, I mean, it's the Taj Mahal of zoos. Like that's the greatest zoo in the world, probably, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's supposed to be one of the greatest zoos in the world. So I was like, okay, so zoos, some zoos are turning a profit. Okay. So here's what I did. I went to, uh, I found out exactly what this zoo, here we go. This is the address of the zoo in the United Kingdom. Annual visitors in 2016, you're looking at 80,000 people. That's a busier zoo than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you got 80,000 people visit the zoo a year. I looked on their website. You're looking at roughly uh, $20 a visitor. It's 13 pounds, 95 cents for the average adult cost. Now, I'm just factoring adults. I'm not factoring children costs or, you know, people who get in free and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying 80,000 max profit. Okay. Times... So 13 pounds, 95 pence uh, turns into $19.17. Okay, so you're looking at roughly $20 a person to get into the zoo. 20,000 or $20 times 80,000 people. So $19.17 times 80,000. You're looking at a, a gross max profit. Of $1,533,600 a year. Okay. Okay. Four expenses. Yeah. Yeah. This is just gross. This is in net. So you're, then what I did was I looked up here and I looked up the tax rate for corporations in the UK. And the UK uh, is a tax rate of 19%. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this is Jay is here. Jay is saying, when you said zoo, I immediately thought of that Joe dirt looking asshole, Joe exotic from tiger King. I did too. And that's why I thought, you know, cause it didn't seem all that profitable for those fucks. No, I didn't see the documentary. What was, was, were they like super, uh, it, they're trashy, right? Like white trash shit. Very trashy. Yeah. These are like, you know, fucking South deep woods zoos that were not great but it was just tigers i guess you know yeah it was just tigers yeah i mean i i wouldn't pay money to go see a fucking just a random tiger walking around i don't who gives a shit no. right well they, they talked about the money they had to spend just to feed because you know tigers eat a shit ton of meat every day so you have to like pay the government to have roadkill delivered or other like dead animals from different farms, like just to feed these things. It was a whole, that was most of the job. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And wow. Very expensive. Yeah. Well, if you take 1.5 mil essentially, and you multiply it by 19% corporate tax rate, you're looking at, I just did it now, 291,384, right? So 291,384, uh, what was it? One five three three six zero zero minus what was the number I just said? Two hundred ninety-one thousand. Yes. <laughs> that I mean, it might have been two hundred ninety-four or something, but I think you're in the ballpark. All right, we're just ballpark it. We're looking at one point 
24216. So 1.2 milli a year. Okay. That's now this that's just after taxes. We're not saying how much it costs to pay the employees. We're not saying how much it costs to feed the animals, maintenance on the facility, yada, 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 yada. Keep the power on, that kind of shit. So let's say insurance, which I'm sure is immense. Yeah. Let's say we take out 70% of this, right? Yeah. You're still looking, still looking at $800,000 a year. Okay. You know what? I'm saying this is investing. I mean, this sounds like a goddamn profit. Well, after that, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, how much money would you have to make annually to be pleased with your investment? I'm saying if you're picking 100K even, yeah, it's probably a lot of work, but you're still living a good life. Yeah. Damn, yeah. And if you own the zoo and you can pass off these responsibilities, then hell yeah. Wait, hold on. So that's 800,000. We did this wrong. So what was it? 1.2. So it's like 1, 2 million t- uh, minus 800 grand, right? Oh, yeah. We did that wrong. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So you're yeah. looking at 350,000. So if you're still pulling in 350,000-ish, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a that's an investment, man. You're, I guarantee if you're making $350,000 a year, you're in the top 10% of earners in the country. Hell yeah. I would think so. And you could still have time to do other things. I don't know how busy the owner of a zoo is. I mean, I imagine I pretty know. pretty fucking busy. I mean, okay. But your whole life is animals. How fun. That's kind of what I'm saying, you know? But then you got busy season. You got a lot of, uh, you know, the worst thing about being an employer is the employees. You know? That's yeah. where all your expenses come from. That's where all their problems come from. People are emotional. You got to deal with people being late. Oh, no. Somebody's sick. I got to cover. I got to find someone. I can't find someone. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, they got in a fight with a customer. You're just putting fires out all the time. Just, you know, and that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, you were a manager of an Arby's, right? Uh, I was manager in training. I wasn't oh, 18 so- yet. <laughs> I quit. I quit before I was able to get the promotion. Yeah, they were all like, "Damn it, we put so much time and effort into Pike, and then he <laughs> rolls on us." Where's the loyalty, We've been, man? <laughs> they'd been grooming me since I was 15, really. Unbelievable, unreal. I know. So, what do you think? We bought a zoo. Is it investing? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I agree, man. All right, there it is. I don't know if that was exciting or informational or anybody gives a shit, but that's what I came well, up with. I was with. excited. <laughs> Good. Okay, because I was, I, I'll tell you what, I was pessimistic at best. I thought you're losing money owning a zoo. Me too. You're losing money. But no, I didn't know they get 80,000 fucking people a year. That's impressive. Yeah, dude, I want to go to a zoo. I went to the San Diego Zoo once. Have you been there? No. Oh man, it's one. It was one of the great experiences of my life. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, really? It was truly, a absolute joy to be at that place. So yeah, take your kids, man. Oh, oh. I know. You, hey, don't you have a zoo in in Cleveland where you're at? Didn't isn't that the zoo that killed Harambe? 
No, that was Cincinnati. But yes, we do have a zoo, but that's that's the other oh. side of the state. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. I like how you God, just assume. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Arambe Kill was murdered in the city. Thanks. Okay, well, it's close. <laughs> no, it's not. You're five hours away. What are you talking about? Okay, for, I threw a dart and hit the same state. I'd say that's pretty good. <laughs> it's essentially saying, hey, didn't Vegas kill Arambe? No, it's San Diego. There's the same, they're equidistant. There's the same distance. Mm, okay. Agree to disagree. All right, all right. All I would right. say it was pretty close. Thank you. All right. You uh, want to do the news that matters here? I'd love to, yeah. All right, let's get to it. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. All right. Back to China. Can you believe that? Yeah. Back to China. Yeah, okay, so, so this is where a hitman was hired. Don't you love a good hitman story? Love hitman stories. You kidding me? It's like right up there with bank robbers. Oh, my God. I... Could you imagine ever hiring one? Like the anxiety that would go with that? No, dude. No uh, way. It'd be horrible. Well, this guy, uh, owner of a big company, hired a hitman to kill this other guy who had been suing his business. Okay, so they hate each other. Mortal enemies. So naturally, hires a guy to kill the dude. Well, then, this hitman he hired wasn't an undercover police officer, but um, a guy that just didn't want to carry out the hit. So... Here's what, maybe this is another is this investing segment. Here's what the hitman did. He hired a hitman to, to carry out his hit. He sublet a okay. hitman? Yes. He found a subcontractor. Yep. <laughs> but oh no, it doesn't end there. This is unbelievable because now this second hitman, well, he got to thinking, God, you know what I could do? I, I don't really feel like killing a guy today. Why don't I find another hitman? <laughs> so he did. And I'm not even kidding. This happened four different times. They hired a diff. Apparently, that's more common than you know about. It's a hitman Ponzi scheme. Yeah. It's like these hitmen so now are you got selling Herbalife or some shit. They're like, <laughs> find two of your friends, and then you can move up a... Wrong. You guys will be yeah. regional managers in a minute. It'll be so fun. Yeah. It'll be amazing. And then there's, if you sell this much, or you if you kill this many people, there's a trip to Punta Cana every year. <laughs> <laughs> well, my last job, I was uh, selling for Mary Kay, so I thought it would be a natural transition <laughs> into murdering someone. <laughs> you roll up in uh, your pink so Cadillac. You're like, oh, man. Oh, a Mary Kay car. Oh, amazing. So this is now we're five people deep counting the original guy hiring yeah. a hitman. Are you vaping or is that a hookah? No, nah, nah, it's a water bottle. But I always feel oh. like I look like an idiot. Like, go ahead. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of a weird way to suck on a bottle. Oh, I can't suck on a bottle as a grown man and look not like a piece of shit doing it. So... I have to I have to make fun of it every time I do it. Go ahead. Keep continue, please. All right. So now we're five people deep. All of these guys, believe it or not, get busted. Okay. Like the fifth guy hired a, a you know, undercover police officer, whatever. 
Yeah, by so then, they all... you're starting to run out of the hitmen in the city. I would imagine you're tapping out. <laughs> yeah. This is over in Guangxi, China. You're just finding them so, on Craigslist at, the, at this point. Yeah, you, you just, you're, you're in the Facebook marketplace. Just <laughs> in search of. Yeah. So they ended up all getting arrested. And uh, you know what happened? I, I need to read these stories better. But you know what happened at the no, end? You this need to the read them hitman. at all. You haven't read it at all. You read the headline. Okay. And then you just jump on here. There's a lot of Chinese names. Okay, most of this story is in Chinese. So <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> the last guy, Mr. Wee. Aren't you Mr. used to those menus? You said it's your second favorite food. <laughs> Surprised you're not fluent they've, in Chinese. They dumb them down. I know you would think. I know General Tsao. Oh boy, here uh, we go. That's not even how that goes. No. So the last guy, he was like, had a heart. He's like, God, you know what? Maybe this guy doesn't need to die. So he met the guy that they're trying to kill at a coffee shop and offered to help him fake his death. Okay, this is <laughs> this is uh, this is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then he, the, the guy agreed to help him fake his death. So he posed with his hands bound so the hitman could claim the fee. So he still wanted to get his money. But then he allowed the target to report the attempted murder to the police. All right. And get this the hitman sentenced between two and four years for trying to kill a guy. Two and four years in China. Yeah, that's because it was, maybe it was based on one job, and since they parceled it out to everyone, they all had to divvy up the <laughs> one the one murder plot. <laughs> it's like if you get thirty guys all to agree to kill one guy, you divvy up each year. You only do one year if you're caught. And maybe they knew that. Maybe that was the plan. Yeah, this is like hedging <laughs> hedging your sentencing. Which is like a way brilliant. Yeah, dude. Wouldn't that be a way to do it? Then you know how fast you would get mobs? You'd just get gangs like immediately. If there's a thousand people, you have to serve one day in prison. And you're like, ah, oh, dude. Mm -hmm. Easy. <laughs> uh yeah, dude. I'm I'm right there uh with you. This story is unreal. Hilarious. I agree with you, Jay. Well, you. Jay says, Oh my god. They got to have a movie made after it. Yeah, I agree, man. This is like, this is a great story. This makes me, this just tickles me. I love this. I love how every guy's like, ah, instead of reporting it or going to the police or just saying no, they all accept it, have a change of heart, and then pawn it off on oh, someone yeah. else. They still want the money. And, you know, they were just running out because every guy charged a little less. Or a little more for the hit, so they could profit. So by the end of it, it's like, oh, we can't. At this point, we can't be. You know, I don't know how much they were charging, but yeah, you know, it's by just the time got he to gets to the too... last guy, it has to be like he's going to do it for like six dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it had to end somewhere. Yeah, it really and did. Got... It's like rushing nesting dolls of death. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great story. Great story, Pike. Thank you for bringing it to um, You're welcome. the show. That was oh, wonderful. I spent quite a while researching the yeah, information it sounds behind like the story. Yeah. 
Sounds like you were well prepared. Thank you. Appreciate it. Here's a cool story that I came across and I thought it was uh, pretty sweet. This is um, this is about UPS's new way they're going to start delivering some packages. Check it out. Between a helicopter and an airplane, leaders here say landing in the commercial sector is really helping the company take off. It's a huge deal for the entire industry because it's a big step into sustainable aviation by a major player in the logistics world but obviously a huge deal for Beta here in Burlington. Beta Technologies CEO and founder Kyle Clark says in the last few years, the company has made major progress, evolving from a concept written on a drawing board to an electric aircraft flying in the air. But this commitment from UPS brings the technology to new heights. With UPS having a real mission for the aircraft that they can utilize on a day-to-day -day basis, get the utilization rates high enough so that the really, really important savings, financial sh savings due to the reduction of maintenance and the elimination of fuels in the aircraft closes that commercial gap. In other words, the more companies like UPS invest in electric aircraft, the cheaper it'll cost. And so look at this, dude. UPS is saying, hey, man, we're going to uh, start delivering packages via this electric aircraft and it's not a drone if you're thinking about that it's almost like there's a person inside flying it but it's uh wow. they're gonna be able to like land like a helicopter flies like a plane and it's all ran on batteries how insane is that holy shit yeah that's amazing that's an amazing I, thing well, have these existed before i feel like i haven't heard about electric aircrafts but it's an obvious thing to invent yeah well i know Elon Musk has thought about it, and that's one of his, you know, he's he's talked about planes, Tesla building planes in the future, and saying that they can go hypersonic, mm -hmm. because, uh, I don't know, I'm not an engineer, but this is what he says, he goes, the only thing, the only reason, the reason why the Concorde can fly to London in, in like two hours, two and a half hours or something, New York to London, is because of the height it flies because as you get higher from the earth, the air gets thinner and you can fly farther and faster because you're higher up. So you can fly farther in a shorter amount of time. And two, you can fly faster because the air is a lot thinner. So the secret to planes in the future is battery technology because it takes so much fuel to get up that high. So if you can cut that fuel expense to get up that high, you can fly farther and faster via batteries on a plane which is like holy shit good lord yeah wow i don't love battery powered things uh especially an airplane you know what i mean you wouldn't get into a battery powered plane I, I i trust that they would figure it out but i'm just saying like you know i can never keep my phone charged or <laughs> remotes in the house or all you know one's always dead so you gotta walk up and turn the tv off yeah. So, I yeah. still have a good relationship with batteries. All right. Well, I uh, I completely understand that. Dude, yes. I've driven a Tesla before. Like, I rented one, and I was driving it around. And, uh, dude, the fear of running out of battery power is a real thing. Where you're like, oh, shit. You know? I got to run around. I got to charge. I only got 20% left, man. Right. I got to drive Does around. Does it tell you day. how long you got? Other than just like even a gas field car says you got 40 miles or whatever. Yeah. Does it tell you? Uh-huh. But okay. keep in mind, dude, the air conditioner runs off battery 
heat runs off battery. Everything in there runs off battery. So you can't just say, oh yeah, I get 500 miles per charge or whatever. It's, are you running the air conditioning? Are you hitting the accelerant really fast? Are you going uphill? How cold is it? Are you doing, you know what I mean? There's like, they're getting a lot better at that technology, like figuring that stuff out. But still, dude, it starts to, you start thinking about it. Oh shit. You know what I mean? I, I got to yeah. drive an hour away. Do I have enough power? Yeah. Can't imagine I will say on a flight. Um, one thing I will say about cars, just one thing though, nothing else, I have nothing else to say other than that they're air conditioning. It's nice that you can just like pump that shit or heat and uh, really you don't have to worry about an electric bill or, you know, it, does it use gas? I mean, I don't know what the hell, where is it coming from? Yeah, the car's on. It's using gas, of course. What are you talking about? Where's it coming from? Okay, but does it, does it use more gas in order to pump the air conditioning out? Yes! I don't believe you. Come on. <laughs> and heat? Heat? No. No. Heat just uses the normal amount of gas it takes to run an engine. Air conditioning takes okay. even more gas because it runs the compressor. All right. Hey, that's good info. I learned something. Yeah. So don't just drive around with your air on. Even if you're not using okay. it, even if it's on one or whatever, turn off the AC button. Well, you've got to be comfortable. You know, I'm not no, pinching yes, pennies so that hard. I agree. I'm saying if once you've reached the, the cooling point where you're comfortable... Okay. You can leave it on. That's fine. But if you're like, oh, the AC's on, whatever, it's going to use more gas. Same thing with the, def like when you defog, that uses that same compressor. So it's going to take gasoline. It takes AC. It uses the AC motor. I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, it runs off. It sucks more gas, dude. Oh. Here, and here I've just been cranking it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Well, there you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure that you're telling a friend if you enjoyed it. You can always subscribe there on YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. Shout out to Leanne and Jay for watching this thing live. Thank you guys for being here. Shout out to the committee members that are voting over there on the old Patreon. Make sure you sign Patreon. up. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Bunch of extra bonus content plus uh, five on Friday is going exclusive over there on the Patreon. So we'll see you members of the special committee tomorrow as we do the show live. If you're not, we'll be back on Monday. So if you can, tell a friend and send in your videos. DM yourself selfie video like Lauren did here. Um... All you got to do is say, is it investing? And as I kept saying in the stupid video, jazz it up a bit because we want to keep having fun with that segment, but it is pretty bland and boring, but you're the one who's going to make it entertaining. And then we'll, we'll put you here on the show. So take a selfie video, send it to me, DM it at Sparks Radio on Instagram. If you can, you can always follow Pike. He's over there as well at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. And we'll see you tomorrow. Any last words there, Pike? Okay, now. So is it over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>